Shalom Aleichem, our final shir in the Mishnah Yomi for Shabbat is in chapter 24, Mishnah Dalit. Uh, we've been on the subject of feeding animals um, on Shabbat and avoiding tircha yitera, unnecessary, excessive exertion. And here it says we may cut up raw gourds on Shabbat for the animals to eat. They are not muksa because they're usually eaten by people, and here you just happen to feed it animals. But a you can cut up a nevela for the dogs. And this is even though there's some exertion involved in cutting up a nevela, there's also Pasek, it talks about nevela, so an animal that's torn, that's a nevela, that can't be eaten by humans, can be thrown to the dogs. And some Mepharshim explain that this is due to the dogs not barking when Am Yisrael left Egypt at night, the dogs, none of the, the, the Torah testifies, none of the dogs barked at the Jews. Rabbi Yehuda, man, Rabbi Yehuda has a qualification here. Im lo Shabbat. If this animal had not died before the Shkia, before nightfall on Friday, Asura, then you could not cut it up for the dogs. Fisha because it's not Muchan, it's Muksa. If it wasn't ready to go air of Shabbos and then the animal died on Shabbos itself, it would be muksa and can't be cut up. Mishnah hey, mefiri nedorim b'shabbat. We may annul vows on Shabbat. This may sound familiar if you are in the daf yomi. We literally just finished nedarim yesterday. And one of the major points of discussion was the power of a husband to annul the vows of the wife and the power of the father, similarly to annul the vows of his minor daughter. By the way, we're beginning a, a Nazir today. So today, Wednesday, Gimel Shvat, we're starting Nazir, great time to jump in. You do not have to become a Nazir to learn Mesechet Nazir. Actually, actually don't. Don't do that, Raposa. Do not become a Nazir. Just just come and learn Nazir. And, um, you know, but uh, keep, keep learning the Mishnah also. Anyway, back to Mishnah. So we can annul vows on Shabbat. And this is because the husband or father has to annul B'yom Shabbat the day he hears the vow. So even if the vow is not related to Shabbat, the sages say he can annul on Shabbat. And we can ask a Sha'ila, a Shaila, to matir a neder when there's a need for Shabbat. Now, this is a different system of undoing a vow. So the father or husband can be mefer, can annul, and this nishal, this asking a vow, is done to a sage who's an expert in vows or a panel of three or more laymen who can annul the vow through a process of shela, through harata, regretting or finding a petach, something that, a factor that if the person who made the vow knew about it, they never would have made the vow. So this can be done on Shabbat if it's something relevant to Shabbat. For example, they made a netter against fish, and guess what? They're having fish for lunch. There's no other food, so it would impact Oneg Shabbos. Mission continues, or you can stop up the windows, you know, put uh, basically put the blinds on the windows. We had a discussion about this earlier. It was Machlokas Rebbeleizer and the sages about putting the shade on the window. Modzin et hamotlit. We can measure a cloth. Now, this is not just measuring it for fun or in preparation for you know making something out of it. It's to see if it's three by three tefach, three by three uh, finger breaths, to see if it can receive and transmit tuma, ritual impurity. If it is. 
uh, linen or wool. We see if it's the size to transmit impurity. We have to know if it made something else impure, became impure. That's a mikveh. And measuring the mikveh to see if it is enough to make somebody tahor, make their kalim tahor. We need to make sure there's 40 se of water in there. And it's, you know, three amot tall by one by one amot square. Uh, that's, that's an example. It doesn't have to be exactly that, that shape and size, as long as there's 40 se, as we'll learn in Masechet Mekvalt. And Mishnah continues here. Ma'isa bimei aviv shirabi tzodek, bimei abashol ben botnit. There was a story that happened, an actual event happened, in the days of the father of Rabbi Tzedek, and uh, Abashol ben Botnit was there, shepakaku etam or they closed up a window with an earthenware container. Now, why did they do this? The Mepharshim explained they lived on opposite sides of an alley, and over the roof of the alley, there was a barrel with a crack. And they needed to see if the crack was big enough or not big enough to prevent tuma from spreading from one house to the other, because in one of these houses, somebody was dying. So to prevent the tuma from spreading from the through through the roof through the ohel to the next house across the alley, they closed the window with an earthenware container with this tefiach. But the roof, this barrel that was over the alley, had a crack in it, so they also wanted to check and see if uh, that crack was big enough to invalidate the roof, make it not an ohel. The kashru it hamkade. Sorry, ha makeda begemi, and so they tied an earthenware vessel that was exactly a tefach in size to a stick with gemi with with so with a reed, and they put it uh, up into this barrel, this roof, to see if it would fit through the gap. Leda im yesh begigit poteach tefachimlov to see if this barrel that was their roof connecting both sides of the alley, connecting their houses had a big enough hole. If the hole's big enough, it wasn't a valid roof and the tumor would not spread. And from this Misa that actually happened, we learned that they were allowed for the needs of a mitzvah, allowed to, you know, for the needs of determining if there was a tumor spread here. They were allowed to, um, to close up the window on, on the second house, which did not have a person dying in it and to measure the barrel to see if it had a crack, the tefach size, to see if it was still a valid roof, and also to tie a knot that was a temporary and a not permanent knot. So from the story, we learned all of these halachot. So tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem, B'Sha'at Tovah we're beginning to a study of Mesechet Eruvin. There should, Bezrat Hashem, uh, I'm away, I'm not actually in, in town right now, but there should be brand new Mishnayot, courtesy of the OU and Art Scroll. Uh, in suburban, and uh, if they're not out, they're probably in a box somewhere in the front of the shul or in the office. And so, Baruch Hashem, we're starting uh, starting up Erevin, and also in the Dafyomi, starting up Nazir. So a lot of great, and we just had Rosh Chodesh. So thank God, a lot of wonderful chances to start and improve and increase our Limud Torah and our Vodat Hashem. Zaygizont.